0: So, I made you a free guided meditation which is all about gratitude. Now, I know people talk about gratitude all the time, but there is a good reason why we really want to cultivate feelings of gratitude every single day. There is so much scientific evidence to show the relationship between gratitude and well-being. And multiple studies suggest that people who feel more grateful are far more likely to have high levels of happiness, as well as significantly lower levels of depression and stress. And one thing that I have found about gratitude is that the more you tap into it, the more you find things to be grateful for every day, the more things start to come into your life that make you feel grateful. Now, this freebie is a meditation, as I say, and I'm sure you've also heard about the huge benefits of having a regular meditation practice. So this is a double whammy of a meditation and a way to cultivate feelings of gratitude every day. It's only about 15 minutes, and I guarantee you that if you do this meditation, the every single day consistently over time you are going to feel better you're going to feel calmer you're going to feel happier you're going to feel more connected more present and more able to respond to things rather than just react so to get my free meditation all you've got to do is go to lucymegason.com forward slash meditation once again that's lucymegason m-e-g-g-e-s-o-n lucymegason.com forward slash Meditation. Okay, let's get on with the episode. Hey there, and welcome to my Saturday mini-sode. I know that weekends can often be quite difficult when you're single and you don't have kids, so I wanted to do a very short episode every Saturday morning just so that you can listen to someone first thing on a Saturday who totally gets it, who totally has your back. And who knows that weekends can still be awesome, even more so, when you're on your own. I'm going to be talking about all sorts of things, from my general wonderings, to my words of wisdom about life, take the word wisdom with a huge pinch of salt, to stuff that I'm currently obsessed with, whether that be books or music or podcasts. Whatever it is, I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So, without further ado... Here we go. Hello, and welcome back to my Saturday mini-sode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, a small favour, please could you subscribe to this podcast? All you've got to do is hit the follow button on either Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts and you would be doing this girl a huge, huge favour. Favour? Favour, even. So thank you in advance. Okay, now today's episode was inspired by listening to an episode of Diary of a CEO with Stephen Bartlett that was recommended to me by my friend Polly. Polly is like my personal growth buddy. We are both obsessed with all things spiritual and self-development and all of that stuff and We have a lot of parallels in what we're trying to do with our lives. Anyway, a few days before Polly recommended me this particular episode, someone in my Facebook group posted a link to another podcast, which it turned out I'd previously listened to. And it was a recording of a guy called Joe Dispenza, who I've been banging on about for quite some time as the guy who really brings together science and spirituality. And I've often referenced him on this podcast when I've been talking about, you know, woo woo, Stuff and all that because I often feel like I need to mention something more quote unquote concrete to back up what I'm saying because. I know that me talking about concepts like thoughts becoming things can have a lot of people rolling their eyes so anyway, I've listened to multiple podcasts where Joe Dispenza is being interviewed, I've read books of his and I've basically been following his work for quite a while and when Polly and I were talking the other day we both happened to mention that we'd been listening to a lot of Joe Dispenza recently and I mentioned the podcast episode that I was just saying one of my lovely Facebook members had posted and that's what prompted Polly to tell me I should listen to one of the latest episodes of Diary of a CEO because he interviews Joe Dispenza. Could this be any more confusing? Anyway, I I don't normally listen to Diary of a CEO, but I know that it's huge. And in fact, the only episodes I've ever listened to are a few that have been specifically recommended. So anyway, I immediately went and listened to this two-hour episode where Stephen Bartlett interviews Joe Dispenza. And I cannot tell you how excited and happy I was to hear that Joe Dispenza was being interviewed on one of the biggest podcasts because it's sort of vindicating when you've been really into someone and no one's really buying it but then suddenly that person is everywhere. And going off on a complete tangent, I had the same feeling of vindication. Is that the right word? I think it is. Anyway, let's go with it. But I had the same feeling of vindication when I found out that a song by the Indigo Girls, who I have loved forever and that are are my favourite band in the world, but everyone's always quite sort of whatever about them and mostly people haven't even heard of them. But anyway, their song, Closer to Fine, is only in the Barbie film, which made me so goddamn happy because finally they're getting the recognition they deserve because they've, they're in this huge film anyway back to Joe Dispenza my point that is taking a very long time to get to as usual is that if you can find it in yourself to just trust me on this I urge you to go and listen to the full two hours of this episode that I'm talking about and Given that most of you guys are single and you don't have kids, and it's Saturday, I'm sure that you can find the time. You know, you could listen to it whilst going on a big walk and then you've done two great things already on Saturday. Um, But I'm, I'm sure you've heard me talk over and over about how incredibly important our thoughts are and that we need to become aware of them and take control back over them because they are having more of an effect on our lives than the vast majority of us realize. And I thought that this week I would just give you a little taster of the podcast episode I'm talking about because Joe Dispenza obviously does a far better job than I ever could of explaining the science behind all of this. And it, you know, it's his bread and butter and he's done multiple studies. He's done a huge, huge, huge amount of research on this. And I just thought if I gave you a little taster that it might motivate you to go and listen to the whole episode. And the reason I recommend this particular episode is that he really breaks everything down and makes it relatively simple to understand and know how to subsequently start implementing this stuff into your life, the stuff that he talks about. Um, And I find with Joe Dispenza that normally on podcasts, he speaks really fast and I often have to go back and listen again because my tiny little brain can't properly process everything that he's saying when he's going really fast. But in this episode, he speaks more slowly than usual and more clearly and not to mention for two hours. So him and Stephen Bartlett really cover everything. So the bit that I've transcribed and I'm going to read out to you is kind of what I see as the crux of all of this stuff and I did a mini-sode not too long ago about how we need to embody our future selves and this really speaks to that. So here we go, Stephen, and in this particular bit Stephen has just asked Joe why people find it so hard to actually act upon advice Um, and even when we have the information there's something that stands in the way of us actually taking the action and doing the thing, so this is what Jody Spencer has to say. Well, I can give you a few answers to that. Normally, it takes a crisis, trauma, disease, diagnosis, betrayal, loss. A person has to reach that lowest denominator where nothing's making that feeling go away. This is the human condition. This is the moment where they don't feel like returning the text. They don't feel like going to dinner and seeing the same people. They don't feel like watching the same television show any longer. The sports car, the wardrobe, none of that is making this feeling go away. This is a moment of reckoning for the soul. And this is really when you could actually see yourself through the eyes of someone else because you don't feel like yourself anymore and that's the moment where people begin to change they can see how they've been thinking they can notice how they've been acting they can pay attention or become aware of how they've been feeling for the last 20 years And that idea in neuroscience is called metacognition. That's the moment you're no longer the program. And just a side note from me, what he means by the program is essentially all of our conditioning, all of our subconscious beliefs that are running the show of our lives. And, you know, we're just on autopilot, basically. We're not conscious. We're not aware of our thoughts. We're just going along on autopilot. Anyway, back to Joe. Now, What we believe and what we've seen and what I think is a much better approach is being defined by a vision of the future. And if you could understand that you could actually elevate your state without anyone or anything every single day and hold whatever that intention of your future is and it takes a coherent brain to do that and feel the emotion of your future before it happens that is you know you can't wait for your wealth to feel success or abundance you can't wait for your relationship to feel love you can't wait for a mystical experience to feel awe or your healing to feel whole or grateful That's the kind of old model of reality of cause and effect, waiting for something out there to change and take away this emptiness, this lack that I feel in here. If you teach people then they could elevate their state and we teach that model through meditation and they can combine that clear intention with an elevated emotion and teach them how to make that heart of theirs more coherent if they do that properly then they'll live their life feeling like their future has already happened now from that elevated state instead of that self-limited state they can become as conscious of that unconscious self as they could if they were at that limited state and being defined by that vision of the future, getting up every day inspired by it and not letting any person any circumstance, anything in our life remove us from that vision, that would be a day well lived. So then most people then, they have that vision of the future but they give up on that vision because in order for them to arrive at that vision they have to do something they have to think differently they have to act differently they have to feel differently and it's so much easier to make the same choice every single day and the hardest part about change is not making the same choice as you did the day before. And the moment you decide to make a different choice, you're going to feel uncomfortable because you're stepping from the known into the unknown. So some people would rather cling to their self-pity than take a chance on possibility. They'd rather tell the story of their past instead of telling the story of their future. They'd rather believe in their past instead of believe in their future. It's so much more important though to romance your future instead of romance your past and I think if people understood that they could actually arrive at it, I think many people have done this already in their life. I think everybody at least once in their life they've done something great and when they did something great they just made up their mind and they made a decision in that moment to do something or to change with such firm intention. But the amplitude of energy in making that choice caused their body to respond to their mind. But the choice that they were making to change became a moment in time that they would never forget. And the stronger the emotion they felt in order to change, the more they remembered the choice. And we could say then that they're giving their body a taste of the future emotionally and they're literally aligning to that destiny. We discovered that if you keep doing that every day, somehow you'll arrive at that destiny and your biology will literally begin to change to look like you're living a different life. Okay, so I hope you sort of understood what Joe was actually saying in that bit. But what I want to say is that I've been putting this stuff into practice for quite some time now. And I am constantly thinking about my future. I don't live in the past anymore. I'm always thinking about where I'm going because I have such a clear vision of it from doing meditation, doing breath work, really allowing myself to imagine what that future looks like and feels like. So... A lot of the time I'm walking around feeling that feeling because I believe that it's going to manifest in my life. And yes, it might sound a bit crazy and yes, it might sound like I'm talking about things that I can't see that are unknown and there's no proof and I can't show you something in this physical world. But if you go and listen to that whole episode and really listen, rewind it where you need to, you will start to have some kind of understanding of the science behind all of this stuff. And as for me, as I've started to embody this new way of thinking, this new way of being, not 24 7, I still get annoyed, I still get angry, I still have days where I'm just a bit off. But more often than not I'm thinking into my future life and where I'm going and what I want and as Joe Dispenza says when you do that every day preferably in the morning during a meditation your body starts to become really familiar with what it looks like and how it feels and I just think what have you got to lose What if there is something in this that could potentially change the trajectory of your life? And I know it can feel like hard work, and it is. It takes energy and it takes commitment and it takes making a decision to try things a different way. And that feels scary and that feels hard. But I'll tell you what else is hard, harder. And that's living a life that you know in your heart isn't making you happy and isn't allowing you to really be the person that you know you want to be. And I personally am more afraid of living a life that I know isn't enough for me and doesn't make me really happy. So I'm really throwing everything at this because I know myself and I know intuitively that there's so much more to life than is available to just our five senses in the 3D. And if you look around and you move your focus from all the negativity that's going on in the world and you find some people who are living in this way and creating amazing lives for themselves, then that will start to cultivate your own belief that more is possible. And the thing is that it is easier to stay the same. It is easier to roll your eyes and think, I just can't be bothered with all this shit. I'm fine my life is okay, I don't have the energy to do what I need to do, I'm perfectly fine in my job, it's alright, it's not that bad, life's not that bad. But I believe that we all have that feeling deep down that we know we want more and that we know we're capable of more and what Joe Dispenza is telling us is that we can have more if we want it. There is another way and we do have more control to create the life that we want than we think and science proves this so it's saturday you're single you're child free what are your plans are you perhaps feeling a bit lost are you perhaps feeling a bit low about how you're going to spend this weekend if so then why not just press play on this podcast and see what happens and if you hate it and you think he's talking a load of bollocks then we can forget this episode ever happened Anyway, I'm going to put the link in the show notes or you could just go to Diary of a CEO podcast and it'll be one of the most recent episodes um, when this goes out. And it's called Dr. Joe Dispenza. Your thoughts are making you sick. You must do this before 10 a.m. to fix it, which I personally think is a shit title. But anyway, that's the title. So. I hope this episode has been helpful or interesting in some way. Uh, do let me know if you go and listen to that podcast. Let me know what you think. Uh, how did it make you feel? You know, what what might or might not have come out of it for you? Okay, well, have a fabulous weekend, whatever you end up doing. And remember that you are awesome. And I'll see you back here on Tuesday. Okay, bye.